to another episode of Much About Nothing Podcast. I am Julio, accompanied by Will. First of all, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, man. Cool, cool. Enjoying the holidays. Yes. Christmas is tomorrow. So, for um, for the listeners, we're actually in Chicago. It is Christmas Eve, and we are, as they say, burning the midnight oil. We're in the Airbnb. It's dark. <laughs> Everybody's asleep, and we got to knock this one out right so um we're calling this one create or repeat and what is that the idea behind it is um are you creating in in your own life as you get older are you creating your own traditions are you creating your own standards are you creating anything new or are you just repeating what your family has done like Mm -hmm. over years and years the traditions that they've created for you are you just doing that and then you're just doing it with yourself and the people around you your loved ones your family your newly created family if that applies to you so um i wanted to talk about that go ahead i think that's you know i think this it could be very um very deep they Mm -hmm. can be very deep very serious thing because traditions and families can be very deep but from for maybe a basic perspective would just be even Christmas traditions or holiday right. traditions. Because everyone doesn't celebrate Christmas, but holiday traditions. So, right. I mean, there's tons of traditions. It's like, what are you doing, right? What yeah. are you doing to create your own set of traditions within your family? Um, or, you know, what are you creating? Or, or are you continuing to do the same thing that... It, your current family is doing maybe even if you think about like holiday traditions and how that your family followed certain yeah. steps do yeah. you carry on those same things or you do you deviate right right and do something different or are you just breaking the traditions and just like not creating anything new but in a sense you are by not doing what the already established tradition is right maybe you're just not creating anything new but you're deciding like uh, well, I'm I'm done doing this thing. Like I'm done yeah. doing what my family's always done. I just don't want to do anything. I just want to be me, you know. So I think it was important, and the reason why the topic came up is because, as you guys know, Will's from Chicago, so we're here in Chicago, and there was a lot of questions I had last night. You know, when we were chopping it up. Yeah. Um, in regards to like how you felt um, coming back to your city, where you were born, raised, where a lot of your friends are, where family is, and knowing that you have, in a sense, kind of broken away by moving out of state, now twice over, right? and now you're doing your own thing, you're an adult. Um, I, I think just your perspective on like, are do you feel like you're creating something or do you feel like you're repeating? Even though you've done things out of the norm. Um, I'm definitely creating something different. Um, a lot of families in Chicago don't leave Chicago. Mm. And I, I think my generation is starting to leave Chicago. They're finding opportunities 
that allow them to live a different life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I have aunties, I have grandparents and cousins who have never thought about leaving Chicago. Okay. And for me, I think I am creating or taking the time to create something different, something new by taking that step to say, not only am I going to move, but I've moved twice. Right. Three times. Right. In different states. Um, It's exposed me to different things. It's allowed me to kind of broaden my horizons as to how my life can be Mm -hmm. outside of the neighborhood that I've grown in. Right. So I think I'm definitely creating a different tradition that probably will carry on for my children. But to me, it's also important to stay true to some traditions, you know? Okay. Because I'm a family person. Right. Right. So when you move, it's hard to continue those family values and traditions, like especially around holidays, yeah, birthdays and things that, you know, it's like we traditionally do these things. Yeah. yeah. So it requires more effort. Hmm. Yeah. And that's understandable. Just you get so used to this thing that you you've done for so many years or growing up as a kid, you remember doing it. So it's right. like it's all, you know, and it's almost right. like a trained behavior. You know, it's like a learned trained Absolutely. behavior. Um, I think it's interesting because be never being to never have been to Chicago. I'm coming into the city, looking at it for the first time, fresh eyes. And I'm seeing, I'm trying to put it together because the only reference I have is like who you are as a person. Right. So I'm trying to see everything about this city that has like fallen into your personality. Like I'm starting to see like, okay, like I've met a couple of your friends while we've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of your frat brothers. Right. And, I can, it because you're so different now. I would imagine than who you were when you were here. In some ways, it is hard for me to put it together, and in other ways, I can see where some of your personality traits or some things about you, like how they have, um, how they've been nourished mm-hmm. because of these relationships that you have with certain people, or because of the connection you have back to the city. So I say all that to say is that um, looking at kind of the traditions that you want now or like the things that we talk about or the things that you aspire to have in regards to like what you want your norm to be. It's interesting seeing that and then seeing where you're from. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, like some of the things you want, like I couldn't imagine you having here just because of the difference between the South and the Midwest yeah or dallas and chicago like i feel like the things you want now are more matched with where you're at and where you live not only where you're at in life but like where you live so i just do you feel like sometimes you feel creating new traditions is like betraying your family or like betraying like this connection that you have to the city or the connection that you have to your family or your friends no, no, no. Honestly, no. Um, the things that I'm trying to do that may break away from tradition doesn't um, offend my family or friends. It is um, promoted to it. I mean, they encourage it. Right. You know, I encourage the things that I've done or who I'm trying to become. And yeah, you're in my city. You've met some friends of mine. Um, 
I have a story. I mean, I have a backstory. My experiences since I've grown up in this city has shaped who I am. Right. But moving and living in different states and getting to know other cultures and types of people and type, different ways of living has shaped who I am at this current moment. Yeah. Um, but no, man, I mean, being from Chicago, I love being from Chicago. It's definitely um, shaped me. Yeah. And you can probably see a little bit, a little bit of that in some of my friends. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, I mean, I'm still true to, true to Chicago. What I want to be moving forward, it, it, I mean, I'm not sure if Chicago still caters to that, you know, mm-hmm. or it doesn't, it may not cater to it in the way that I want it to. Mm-hmm. In order for me to ever move, consider moving back, I feel like I need certain luxuries or not necessarily luxuries, but I feel like I need certain things in my life mm-hmm. to feel comfortable and be able to enjoy Chicago the way I would want to enjoy Chicago. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to come back and, and fall back into, I guess you could say, the same living style that I had when I left. Right. Because um, I kind of feel like that's hard. It's hard not to do, probably, in, in some cases, right. because you you fall back on like the things that you know. You fall back on the resources or right. the neighborhoods that yeah. you know. Or, I mean, my family's here. My entire support system is right. here. Right. I've been putting in different i've been in different states where i didn't have any support system right. so it forces it forced me to maneuver and do things differently yeah um but it's funny though i mean it is funny because now that you've met people it's funny because i think about who i was when i was here with them right right and i think about who i am today and it's it's not completely <laughs> different um but it's I can I see my stepping stones, you know. Yeah, you can see the maturation. You oh, can yeah. see like, man, like I was the I was a different version of myself. Yeah, and absolutely. then like you can kind of see you can start putting the the steps together. Like I went from this guy to this guy to this guy to eventually where I'm at now. But like, it kind of forces you to go back and realize who you were. It's funny because I go. Um, it's funny because I've had this conversation before, where I think about people who have i've been really 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 close to right Uh and there's a handful of people in my life that i've been really close to and those people all were at pivotal points or transitions of who i am today Uh you know Uh i think about my cousin that you met my cousin was was there for me at a very pivotal point of my transition from um high school to college Uh okay like who i was how i maneuvered um, the the I mean even my conversation the lingo my swag you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. was influenced mm-hmm. catered to like it was it was embodied in from that person at that point and then I think about like my frat brothers you met yeah they embodied that transition from being just a college kid to being a um, a professional college kid who right. did community service who was a part of fraternity. Um, of course, a lot of fun there as well, but yeah, yeah. they were part of that transition. And there's other people in my life where I'm like, gosh, that person was, I was really close to this person during this transition period of my life. And I'm still close with all of these people. But like you said, it's funny because if you were to meet, maybe there's like two other people. If you were to meet them 
is like you almost would be able to put this entire puzzle together mm, of right. like how I've gotten to where I am. Right, right. And um, I don't think that's a traditional way, to be honest. That I don't think that's a traditional trajectory of how people get to where they right. are. I think right. people just usually stick to the same core people from high school to whatever, right. if that works. Yeah. But I don't think people, you know, I don't yeah. think they go about it that way. You've had a unique... Um, You've had a unique experience with every person. And I think that's one of the things that is most apparent meeting them is that they're all so different. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so like I'm kind of seeing, which is kind of like how I am. Like you get along with a lot of different type of personalities. But because of that, like you pull from people that are on completely different ends of the spectrum and you take from that. And you take what you want, right. you keep it, and then, like what we were talking about, you create something new. You create your own thing, and it's like that's kind of the, the. I mean, even meeting them and going to college, it's it's creating something new, probably. Right. For for most people, you know, I mean, hopefully, the next generation will have more examples of like going to college, and that won't be a new thing. But like for our generation, right. for the most part, like. We're there's a lot of stories in our generation of like, oh, well, we're the first ones to go to college or we're the first ones to graduate from college or we're the first ones to go to a four year degree, uh, yeah. you know, college type of thing. So for it was just interesting to see it because I always wondered that, like, I always wondered, like, how what do his friends think about what he's doing now? Like he's here in Dallas. He's mm -hmm. in a completely new city. He's creating everything new from scratch. Like you said, you don't have any resources. You don't have any family there. It's just all brand new. And it's like sometimes I feel like I wonder what his friends think of him. And I also wonder how you felt about like the fact that you're just creating something new and you're not. You know, some people feel ownership over who you are, mm -hmm. a piece of you. Okay. Sometimes as yeah. friends, really deep friends. Sometimes you find yourself in a position where if somebody wants to do something and it's it's not and it doesn't involve you or there's no piece, you can't you can't recognize a piece of yourself in your friend anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's like there's this resistance of like, well, why do you feel like you have to do that? <laughs> like almost like, is this not good enough? And that's why I always wondered, like, did you think that your family yeah. or friends was like, well, is Chicago not good enough? Are we not good enough? Why are you creating no. this whole new thing? No, I, um, most actually, so everyone that you met today outside of my cousin has moved from Chicago. That was the other interesting part. Yeah. We've all, and we're, and no one's in the same state. Mm -hmm. We're all spread out in different states. So maybe that piece I got from them, you know, the, right. the having the courage to go out. And do beyond the city yeah and i mean all of them have found tremendous success in that move yeah and taking that leap um putting themselves in uncomfortable positions yeah yeah all of them have found success and that may be the stepping stone that they provided but for them to see where i am today i think they're like what I don't realize is that I have a huge support system yeah. in these people right. who are a part of these stepping stones, who saw the growth and change yeah. at eat before and after them. And they like are they 
wholeheartedly support everything I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's like they're waiting. Right. Um, it was like we always knew this was going to happen. Right. A lot of we them, I feel letting, like they're waiting. Yeah. Letting you come, come upon into it. it yeah. Right? Come upon it in your own. Yeah. It was interesting because, it's like I told you a little while ago, all your friends are very well-spoken. They're very adequate with words. Um, they don't. I, I like that. I like um I'm a bit of a wordsmith, I would say. So yeah. I always like when I'm in a when I'm having a conversation and people are not using the lazy words. They're not using <laughs> the easy, the obvious ones. You know, right. they're using different words. They're they're stretching the vocabulary, and I I love that because it it never comes off as like braggadocious to me. It never comes off like oh like look at me. I know big <laughs> big fancy words. You know, it's always like yeah, this is how it should be. Like you should always put those new words into rotation you should always try to utilize those so that was one of the first things i noticed about your friends i was like man like they're all well spoken they all have this unique perspective they all have a unique perspective and it's like all different and it's never what you think is going to come out of their mouth and it's never the easy easy response it's like they all think about what they're going to say or they all ask a question because there's purpose behind it which is how you are yeah you know and i'm like okay so it's like making sense (laughs) because that was that was one thing about you that i noticed when we first met and i'm like okay he doesn't just ask questions to fill space you know what i mean no it's we talk with enos with purpose yeah like and i think i told you as we were looking for something to eat tonight um it's it's for better understanding and um and clarity and and some of it is just just pure curiosity yeah um my frat brother um jared he i mean he used big words all the time yeah and even though i he knows like i probably (laughs) don't know him like you know but it's it's cool because it's like i think as friends even if you i mean i feel like you should never feel like you can't elevate yourself but also like impose that on your friends right you know what i'm saying right and that's his thing his thing is that he does try to elevate his vocabulary but he's okay um kind of pushing that on you on on you yeah. with with love right because he he'll use a big word and then give me the definition right <laughs> like him yeah he's like that's a, that's a big word right i mean now and i'm like yeah jared what what no i don't know what that <laughs> what that word is yeah and i'm comfortable though I'm comfortable yeah. admitting that. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable to say no. I don't know what word that is. Right. What right. Is, What does it mean? And I and and with genuine curiosity, he'll tell me, and I, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. And but it's still like him saying, like, yeah, yeah, like it means this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and neither one of us have that feeling of like, like you know, I'm better than. Right. Right. Or being belittled or whatever. It's just more like, I know this word, so you should too. Right. I mean, because it's easy to take that stance. Like, well, right. you know, what you're trying to do? Like, you're always trying to prove yourself smart. Or like, you know, it's like nah. that's that's the easy, <laughs> you know, attack, you know. Right. But it's like, it, yeah. I mean, because that I, I'm the same way and I've gotten reactions that way. It's like, why are you always using big words? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody uses those words. And it's like, that shouldn't be your reaction. You know, it it should be a reaction that, like, if you're my friend, like, you should be like, oh, that's dope. Like, I mean, he's that's his thing. Like, that's his thing. Everybody has their thing. Right. So 
Um, but yeah, that that is interesting. But it, it's cool. It's cool to see that because in in the same way where I see all these little things about you in them and I kind of putting things together, I also see that there's a part of a, a very large part of you that's completely brand new and mm. completely different and completely yeah. unique from all of them. And then I see how they interact with you and then the questions they ask you and you can tell like they're having to get to know you all over again too right you know absolutely and that's a part of like creating something new and i feel like the reason why i wanted to talk about this create or repeat topic is because in the hispanic community maybe not all of it but for the vast majority and specifically in my situation it's there's so many traditions that are already instilled in mm -hmm. you there's so many things you grow up doing and it's just like that's just how it is there's no explanation and sometimes there is but most of the times it's just like this is how we've always done it mm -hmm. and it, there's pride in that there's pride in these traditions so if you break it if you create something new if you decide to do something different it's there's so many questions with it yeah. you know there's yeah. like why like what do you you know like it's almost like it, like i was telling you like is this not good enough like mm. what are you looking for like why are you going out and like doing all this new stuff why do you need that yeah and it's like why that well, that shouldn't be the question no. you know like the question should be is like well what else is there right yeah you I know mean, i think the create part that you've seen um amongst my my cousin my family my friends um the create part is the uniqueness of our friendship and how it caters to each other right the repeat part is the foundation of its trust and understanding yeah so that's the repeat to me the, the it's like it's like you have to have those core repeat pieces okay that allows that, you to recreate create new reinvent right. however it allows you to create um freely openly uh-huh honestly right if you don't have those core repeat those core repeat pieces you can't create you. well you know yeah and yeah. i think sometimes that like that could be i'm not sure is that a struggle is the is the core repeat pieces not there well i think or is that the repeat pieces are supposed to be you know it's like without question yeah well i think you just lose track of it i think ultimately what happens is that you you there's no the the lines get so blurred is mm -hmm. that you you lose track of like are we just doing this to do it because that's always that's always how it was done yeah or is there like a purpose behind this tradition like what what is the reason why we do we're doing it and i think sometimes traditions just go on for so long that yeah. it's just like well this is always always been done we follow blindly blindly for a long time you know <laughs> right. but but we're coming into a point where a lot of us i mean a lot of us in our generation are asking more questions yeah and i think that's a beautiful thing i think it's it's hard you know it's hard the create part of this uh topic is hard for the the older generations to accept it of the newer generations and I th okay i think that's the cr the create part is is where the difficulty and the tension comes in because it's like specifically with my family my nieces and nephews they have they ask questions they challenge things and mm -hmm. it's like the older generations and even my generation sometimes they 
there's it's almost like even if you have an answer sometimes the answer ain't good enough (laughs) and sometimes the right questions will expose that okay you know what i mean i get it so it's like not saying that some traditions are bad it's just in general like some questions just have never been asked you know so it's like for instance we're here in chicago and it's christmas right. eve it's gonna be christmas christmas tomorrow yeah and in the next uh yeah man hour <laughs> yeah and uh 40 minutes yeah so i mean we're going to be in a completely well for for me in a completely different state when christmas has always been around my family christmas and recently i've hosted christmas okay. so I feel like that was going to be the tradition, like my family coming over every Christmas. We're going to cook. We're going to eat. We're just going to do what we've always done, which is just cook, eat, be together, be merry, which is great. It's I love it. That I mean, I'm very family oriented, so I'm not complaining at all. That's what I love to do. It's my comfort it. zone and probably because it's, it's a trained tradition for tradition. me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's it's, probably it's kind of, it's the way of life for your family. Right. So I probably like it because that's all I ever have done. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I now have a family of my own. And it's like here I am wanting to create this new thing to where. So how does that feel? How does that feel to go to step into the the area of creating your own? So moving from the repeat to the create is a struggle. Okay, It's been a struggle for me specifically because i'm the youngest of seven and i'm i'm um we all have our part in our family as far as the siblings go we all have our place and our peace mm-hmm. and i feel like my place is like i like putting myself in the center i like being able to have be able to just turn any direction talk to any one of my siblings i feel like i'm sometimes that guy in the middle that's like okay i'm gonna talk to you here and then you want to say something and to this person, to my other sibling. So I'm, I kind of feel like I'm like that middle guy. And I, I love it because I feel like I'm, I can never, I'm never worried about reaching out to one of my siblings. They're That's never good. too far. Like I've never let a relationship die between one of my siblings. I'm always, okay. we're always on the up and up. So, but because of that, it's hard for me to create something new because every birthday, every holiday, everything, that was my family every niece that i mean i have 26 well probably more than that nieces and nephews wow and every yeah it's crazy (laughs) being mexican uh (laughs) every one of their birthdays it's it's repeat just sounds easier exactly it's like and then it's so often repeat is so often think about it every i got set i got six siblings 26 nieces and nephews or more um and the they all have birthdays. So yeah. it's like every birthday, it's a party. And it's like every the party, repeat. everybody gets together. Yeah. So it's like Christmas is just like another thing to get together about. But when you create your own family, you have other people to think about. I right. mean, I have to understand that, like, I have to create my own traditions for my family, too. Like, I can't, you know, like, if not, then I just pull my son into basically how I was raised where my mom and dad just took me over to my uncle's and aunt's house. And then we would just party our asses off. And then 
you know, we'd be tired and the kids would be all passed out in the room, you know, right. the memes like, yeah. And then we would just get dragged in the car, half asleep, taken home, wake up the next morning. And, and that was that. that was it, you know, and it's like I can I can easily fall into that. My son could have the same childhood that I had in, in that regards. But I'm also wanting to create something new and that creates tension between not tension, but it just creates questions between me and my family. Well, what compels you to want to step into the career area beyond beyond being considerate? Right. Because mm-hmm. that's 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 you having a great personality beyond that. What compels you to want to get more out of the repeat, more into the create? Is there um, something in it for not necessarily in it for you, but where how does that affect you? What what is it doing for you? So for me, it's like creating I'm not going to say a better life, but it's it's creating a different perspective. It's like, um, OK, it's like artists uh, that write music like musicians. Uh, musicians sometimes will put themselves in certain situations just to have something to write about new material. Okay. They'll go through something, a heartbreak, or they'll move. They'll live life. Go to another country. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's kind of the same thing for me, but in life. I want to put myself in different... I want to have different input so I can have different output. If Mm. I don't... If I don't experience new things, I don't feel like I'm ever going to create anything new. If all I do is just repeat the same things over and over again, like, it's the law of insanity. You know, you do the same thing expecting a different result. That's not... Why is creating something new important to you? Because I think now that I have a son, it changed my perspective because I'm like every... I realize now that everything has a... The butterfly effect. Everything has a trickle effect. The way specifically I was raised has created who I am today. And... And I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm not good. I'm I feel like I'm in a great position. I feel like I have a great mind. I feel like I'm smart. I feel like I'm very capable. All these things that I love about myself. However, I also think about what are the opportunities that I've missed out on? Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the personality traits or the strengths that I have that were never fed because okay. I wasn't exposed to certain things or because my parents decided to raise me a certain way? Or because my parents really didn't think about how they were raising me. It was just they were on repeat, too. Yeah. And because they were on repeat, I was exposed to what they were exposed. And that maybe that did restrict me. Maybe I could have been so much more. Okay. And I don't want to do that to my son. I want to be able to expose my son to what feeds his personality or what feeds his future the best. And you only do that by trying. It's like you don't know if you're going to like something unless you try it type of thing. Yeah. Especially with food. So I feel like life is the same thing. Like the more I can input to him and the more I can expose him to is the more he can choose. The more he can say, oh, I don't like that. I do like that. Oh, I'm good at that. I'm not good at that. I could decide to work on that or not. And so but if I never if I never expose him to those things. He could go on his whole life and then experience something when he's 40 years old and be like, why have I never done this before? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I find myself doing the same things. I find myself experiencing things that I'm like, man, I could have could have did this a right. long time ago, you know? Yeah, but, that makes perfect sense. But ultimately, I'm a product of my parents' lifestyle. Like, um, 
you know, however they lived is how I lived pretty much. And that's how mm-hmm. it happens. Not just with your parents. I mean, it happens with everybody, your friends, anybody who, like I said earlier, you know, whoever is your input, right. that's your output. And I just don't want to do that for him. You know, I don't want to be the parent that's like not thinking about him. I'm just continuing to live my life and he's just along for the ride. You know, I get that because that's how I felt like my generation grew up. I feel like my nieces and nephews are, you know, grew up for the most part. They're just kind of along for the ride. And it's like at some point we have to teach our kids to shift that mindset because it puts importance on the next generation. It puts an importance on like what we talked about, the legacy thing. But do you feel like your family, do you feel like we like here, like always when we talk about like traditions right Earlier, right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i always feel like you know our the older generation our grandparents you know mm-hmm. they always like look at us to follow certain traditions that they've created for us right 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 so how does your family feel about the deviation of that i think that's the hard part like i was talking about earlier i think that's the part where it's almost like it feels like guilt when i do things that are new mm-hmm. and when i do the create instead of the repeat it feels i feel guilty because i feel like a a lot of it is oh this is something we've been doing forever you know and it's like there's a certain sense of pride in that and there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that I, I do still hold on to you know there's a lot of things that i am very prideful of still doing with my siblings and with my nieces and my nephews but at some point like we talked about the questioning comes in and it's right. like yeah am i Am I just doing it just to do it or do I want the next generation to really hold on to what they find valuable? You know, and it's right. That's not saying like disregard any tradition you don't find valuable. I'm not it's, you know, it's not black and white, you know, it's just a whole lot of gray area. But at the same time, it's like when I look at my son specifically, it's like what's more important for him to follow a tradition that he may not understand or for me to teach him the principle of like, hey, it's okay to question things. Mm. And sometimes it's one or the other with those type of things. Yeah. You know, it's 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 like a don't question it. This is just how it's always been done. And it I, to me, like I said, I just feel like there's sometimes that could lead to untapped potential. Yeah. Some, sometimes that can lead to you just being so tunnel visioned in the what and not really focused on the why and it's like at work you know at work it's like when you get paid a certain amount you don't really ask questions you just do your job right yeah but then as you move up and you they pay you more you start thinking about the bigger picture like well why are we doing it this way is there a better way to do this like why am i having to work the uh when people don't negotiate their salary right like we just accept we you know we accept. I just learned how to negotiate my salary. I mean, it's it's benefit me, but I just learned how to negotiate my my salary and I accept the first offer. But yeah, which is crazy because I ain't never I've never done that, <laughs> you know, and it's like it's great that you're in a position to do that. And obviously some jobs you can and some jobs you can't. Right. But but yeah, that's a great example. Like so many people don't like yeah. so many people are like just right off the bat they're like all right cool like this is it's like take it or leave it type of thing even if they don't tell you this is take it or leave it you know but not asking questions is a tradition for some people you know like right it, it come, there's a generation of just you're doing it because 
you were told or you're doing it in like, I guess, in a sense, follow blindly. Right. 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 But that was a whole generation where you just didn't ask questions. But I feel like today society and the way things are caters towards us asking more questioning. Right. And see how I mean, that just made me think of like, that's what makes the create part so hard. It's it's almost like we have been trained to subdue the creative side of ourselves. It's almost Mm -hmm. like we've been trained to not tap into what truly makes us unique as individuals and just sit down and have that conversation with yourself of like, what makes you happy? Like, what do you want to do? You know, because it's almost like, it's almost like people are so scared of the responsibility of their own actions Yeah, to have to answer to their own actions. So they rather just follow tradition and not break the mold because if things don't go right, it's their fault. But if things don't go right and they follow tradition, they can just blame it on their parents. This is how everybody else does it. Exactly. Like, this is how I was raised. Like, this is how my parents did it. Like, and it's going to take that unique friend or that unique spouse or that unique individual to come along and be like, but why are you doing it? Like, so when your son gets to his question phase. Right. Because I think we all do it, right? As a kid, I think we, you know, you you hear the stories of the kids just asking questions. Well, why? Well, <laughs> yeah. why? Well, why? Right, right. <laughs> you, how are you going to handle that? You going to encourage it, continue to encourage it, or? Well, I think that's the hard part, right? Because on the day-to-day, it's going to get annoying, right? Because right? you're going to be like, <laughs> oh, you know, you're going to work all day, or you're going to be stressed, and they're going to be asking you questions. You're going to be like, I don't know. Just be quiet, you know? Right. But that part I'm not so scared of because... I feel like overall, I'm going to encourage the part. The part that I'm scared of is when he becomes older and he starts questioning things. Like, really? What if there are traditions that I broke that he's like, I would have loved to be a part of that. Mm. And then I, the answer I'll have is, well, I don't know what you were going to love. Like, I I don't, I didn't know that you would want to be a part of that. I just kind of gave you options. I gave you the, the majority. I give you the most options that I can give you. And I just hope that I was doing the right thing. Cause there's no answer to like raising a kid, you know, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. I think I'm more f- fearful of that is like, wh- what are going to be the things that he comes back and he asked me about of like, well, why'd you do it this way? And mm-hmm. why'd you do it that way? And I'm, I mean, that's why I lead my life the way I lead it because I want to be able to answer those questions with a clear conscience and say, okay, I did what I felt was best for you. And I honestly, at the time you were the first thing on my list. Like it wasn't, I just did what was convenient for me or I just, you were just along from the ride of my life. And I was just trying to better my career or like (laughs) I wanted to move somewhere and I didn't care about you. You know, I want every question that he has to be like, I want to begin with it. Well, like, well, it was, I started thinking about you first and that's why I did this. So and, and not to say that, like, my entire life is around my child, which, I mean, for the most part it is, and I feel like it should be. But I just feel like there. I want to think about the things that I I would love to ask my parents why they, they didn't think about them for okay. me. And mind you, I'm the youngest of seven, so yeah. I understand that. You know, it's like <laughs> you have seven kids. Get in like, you fit in. Right. It's like, bro, you're not, like, number one priority, <laughs> you know. But um, – but it's it's a unique situation where my parents were had seven kids. I'm only going to have maybe two, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like I'm going to give them the opportunity that 
that I didn't have. I'm going to try to give them the lifestyle I didn't have. And it's like going back to like the creator repeat. I just feel like the create part, it just becomes so difficult because there's so many things in our lives where they don't they don't give you an assignment in school and ask you to create something of your own. They no. give you an assignment and they say, these are the stipulations. Mm-hmm. These are the results you should get. Yeah. Figure out how to get the result. And it's like, the more I think about it is the more that I'm like, man, we're just so trained to fit these molds. And it's like, it sounds cliche to like break the mold or whatever, mm-hmm. but ultimately like that's what makes it so fearful that's why we're having this conversation of like right create or repeat like do you feel like you're repeating traditions or do you feel like you're creating new ones so i know specifically for you it's it's different because you know you weren't raised like the youngest of seven like i was so that's why like i i'm very interested in like when we were talking about at the beginning about how you feel about are you creating or you're repeating um, are there it's, any it's things actually, that you it's actually um, because I'm the oldest and right. usually the oldest follows traditions and um, surprisingly I'm not really following a lot of traditions of our family <laughs> um, but I believe I have parents who embody or they encourage me to find my own lane yeah um, even though I was the oldest the traditions that I follow is more so how I was raised within a tra- like household of, as far as just Going to school, you know, doing my homework and and how important that is. Right. Um, you know, doing chores around the house, stuff like yeah. that. Those traditions that I are instilled in me. But how I navigate through the world and how I create my own lane, my parents always encourage that. They always encourage yeah. me to find that thing that's for me and not necessarily feel like I had to follow theirs. And I've met your parents and your parents are very unique individuals and they're very awesome you know i've told you like i love your parents they're they're awesome thanks man um and i also think that the combination of that and like we talked about earlier that it's not just about you're a product of your parents lifestyle it's like you're also a product of your friends lifestyle too and i feel like because they encourage you to go to the art school and Mm -hmm. go to like a kind of boarding school setup type of thing that allowed you to meet certain people that from all different ventures of life and those people exposed you to certain things yeah. and those people help you create things too because you can sometimes you can create it at thin air but most of the times you're creating from your input from what you're exposed to and the fact that you were exposed to so many different friends like sometimes your friend friends raise you yeah you know sometimes yeah. your friends have a bigger influence on you than your family does yeah and i think that's awesome because even though like we've had conversations in previous podcasts about like the tradition part and Mm -hmm. in your household or like in black communities in general, there's not a lot of tradition. There is also a lot of things that you guys create. There's a lot of things that, you know, I mean, there's still traditions in the, in the, there's still traditions in the black neighborhoods and black families. Um, It's just that I, I feel like some of those traditions don't always i think they're changing now because just the world's different do you um, feel like it's harder thinking differently you feel like it's harder for that to happen or do you feel like it's it's easy to create new things because there aren't a lot of traditions in the black community or do you feel like it's it's easier just to like what we were talking about like just repeat some of the same i think it's easier i i don't i don't think it's that hard though i i feel like 
I mean, in some conversations I've had with, with some of my uh, frat brothers and things like that is I feel like a lot of us are chasing or trying to find tradition. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's a little different with with the Hispanic Mexican culture. Right. I think there's a there's some deep rooted traditions that are that's still prevalent. Right. And I feel like African-Americans were chasing different types of traditions, trying to find our own lane. Right. Because right, right. we've right. lost so much. That makes sense. Over the years. But are there traditions? Yeah. I mean, there's traditions to the simple form of like what's cooked for thanksgiving and right, right, you know right. who's coming over and what we're doing right and things like that but i feel like as far as like maybe even like job tradition right yeah. like i didn't follow my parents my father's in healthcare. my mom is a True. cosmetologist okay i'm not doing either one right and um i do know friends who did follow their like their parents are teachers they became teachers so I feel like for me, my parents didn't really make me follow them as far as career wise. Uh-huh. They just made sure I followed the traditions as far as like how to treat a lady, how right, to be polite, right. how to treat other people. Yeah. Um, you know, and making sure that I, you know, just knew how to take care of myself. Yeah. But to me, that's just that's everyday life. Yeah. And I think that that's like it's important. You know, it's important to have, like you said, like that core things of repeat those core things that you're taught and you pass down to your kids and there's always going to be that i mean for the most part there's always going to be those things but i think that overall it just seems like as a society we're moving to where everything is questionable everything Everything. yeah which is which is fair you know which yeah which is fair everything should be questionable right i mean we shouldn't just i mean we don't trust even what's in books anymore you know what i mean there was a generation where if it was in a book like that was fact well, I mean, you think about everything we learn in history class. Right. And the now history we're books like, don't even, yeah, right. they're not even the same <laughs> books anymore. Like, um, yeah, that's crazy. Can't trust anything. Math has changed. <laughs> right. But that's, that's a perfect, I think that's a perfect way to kind of like wrap up what we're saying is that like, we're at a point where the repeat for our future generations should be so solid, should be so valuable because we're questioning and we're kind of weeding through all the BS, you know, we're weeding through all these traditions and things that we just do mindlessly. And we're starting to say, why are we doing these? And do we need to pass these downs to the next generation? Is it important? Is it something of value? Is it something that I want my kids to, to, to take to their kids? Yep. We're starting to think differently. And I think that that's a great thing. And even though I think we have to understand that sometimes we are not that generation of change, we're just the ones to kind of set the spark off. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes to say, you know what? It may not happen in my lifetime, but I'm going to start this. And it's going to be hard. It's probably for me. But I'm going to question and I'm going to change things. And I think that that's it's also a beautiful process, you know, mm-hmm. for and for me specifically. You know, I just I think that the creating and finding this medium of like being with my siblings and being with my family, my my mm-hmm. medium, the family I've created, it's it's a it's a it's a rigorous process. It's a process that takes work for me every day. And I think mm-hmm. about every day. But ultimately, like, it's not just for me. I understand that. You know, it's. I understand yeah. that there's like a bigger purpose now. Something you know? bigger than us. Yeah. And, and I think when you have that, it puts things in perspective to be like, 
even though it's for my son, even though it's for the next generations, I'm benefiting, you know, and I'm living a better life. And I'm right. Even though I'm carving a path, even though I'm the one like doing the digging, it's it's I still get to enjoy it, too. You know, so. Absolutely, um, man. But yeah, man, I think that ultimately that that is um, that's what the holidays are about. You know, I think the holidays now, you know, Christmas, New Year's. Um, all these traditional holidays now, I think they're evolving and they're just becoming more meaningful because we're starting to weed out what yeah. we what we the don't like. Things. Yeah. So, but anyway, man. Yeah, that was good, man. Been a good convo as always, brother. Absolutely. Until next time. All right, be easy.